0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever the case may be. This is Mike, and I am currently portable in Columbus, Ohio, sitting here in the uh, Hyatt. Uh, I think it's Hyatt. I don't know. Whatever it is. Uh, hotel. Uh, yeah, Hyatt Place Hotel here in uh, Columbus, Ohio, right near the uh, Blueberry Raw Voice offices. It's Saturday morning. I just spent, oops, sorry about the uh, handling noise. You might not hear that, but I'm hearing it. Anyway, I uh, just spent the uh, basically the week uh, traveling and down here at the office. Uh, part of the traveling is uh, what I'll talk about here in a little bit, but uh, it's Saturday morning. I'm going to be heading over to the office, do a little final touch-up on some work I'm doing over there at, on the studio, and then I'm going to to the Columbus airport and hopefully make it all the way to Traverse City today uh, back home. So that's my plan anyway, and that was my plan on Tuesday was to uh, get on an airplane Tuesday afternoon and fly to Columbus, Ohio. So uh, I got on an airplane about 5 o'clock on the Tuesday evening. And with a little bit of delay on the ground for de-icing, made it to Detroit Airport. Uh, and everything was going along swimmingly, I thought. And I uh, you know, went and had uh, had some Leo's uh, Coney Island hot dogs. You know, my uh, one little splurge there because I've been on a low-carb diet. But, uh, yeah, I needed to, needed to have uh, a little bit of, Leo's, uh, Coney Island, just cause that's what's in the airport there. I was going to go for some Chick-fil-A since we don't have that up there, but, uh, I ran across Leo's and, uh, they're pretty good. They're, uh, as, you know, as good as any Coney Island place, Detroit style and all that. And that was all going great. Made my way to the gate in about half an hour before the flight was supposed to take off. The flight was canceled. And I thought, oh, that's great. Well, there was one more flight, and they immediately rebooked me for the later flight. Okay, fine, great, uh, Taking off at 10 o'clock. So I sat around the airport, sat around the airport, and, and about 9.55, noticing that nothing's happening and no boarding is happening and, and all that, and I get another notification, flight's canceled. And I'm rebooked for 10 o'clock in the next morning. I said, oh, crap. So I thought, well, I guess I'll go get a hotel. So I went and looked up a hotel, got a hotel. Uh, that's all fine and dandy. And then I said, okay, go to the shuttle area. You know, look for the sh- shuttle for the hotel. We'll pick you up. We'll take you to the hotel. All's well. Spiffy dandy. I get out there, and it is an absolute madhouse. The entire Detroit airport was closed down due to ice. It was right around 32 degrees, and that was all fine and dandy. I mean, yeah, I get it, weather, whatever, you know, so. uh, But, yeah, it was about an hour of slopping around in the slush there and just hordes and hordes and hordes of people out there. It was just a massive, cold, freezing, sloppy humanity that, you know, was not, not great, put it that way. And so I get there, you know, get to the hotel, get checked in with a little bit of difficulty, but got in there. And of course I don't have any of my bags, but I did have enough smarts to put some stuff in my backpack so I had, uh, you know, at least some sleeping shorts and an extra pair of socks and you know whatnot. But uh, you know, not the most comfortable night stay in a hotel, but uh, hey, better than sitting at the airport all night. And so you know, go to bed, do all that, get up, get you know, get a shower, get you know, get back into my dirty old clothes, and head back to the airport for a ten o'clock flight at at uh, nine fifty five. Flight canceled rebooked 10 o'clock or nine o'clock that night. Well, hell, if I had known that I was going to be, you know, not flying out till 10 o'clock at night, I would have slept in at the hotel and, uh, you know, had a nice leisurely breakfast and, you know, moseyed over to the hotel at the latest or uh, over to the airport at the latest possible hour. But no, I was stuck at the airport. So I, Ended up spending a full 24 plus hours in and around the Detroit airport, which, uh, by the way, is a very big place, at least the McNamara terminal. And of course, I I did try to get on a couple standby flights that were coming to Columbus and uh, I didn't get on either of those. So that kept me busy running one end of the airport, the other, whatever. Ended up with, uh, what was it, uh, 18,000 steps or something like that, or 19,000 steps for the day. (coughs) Excuse me. I'm not going to edit this, by the way. So anyway, I got 18,000-something steps that day. The day before, got like uh, 16,000. So I had had my step count in, definitely got my exercise in, so uh, I I burned off those two hot dog buns at least. But anyway, it took me over 24 hours to fly down here for two forty five 45-minute flights. Yeehaw. So I lost a complete day. Actually, I didn't lose it completely. I uh, found a nice spot in the Mac and terminal uh, where I had, could sit down, plug in, uh, set up. I did some work and got, you know, got a lot of my normal tech support stuff done and, and all that. And, uh, finally did get in here about 10 o'clock the, the following night, got the rental cart with some more difficulty due to, uh, delays and whatnot, but anyway, got, got to the hotel, got checked in, got settled in, all that good stuff, had a productive couple of days at the office. Like I said, I'm going to go over there here, probably another hour and, uh. Do a couple more hours of work. I don't have to be back to the airport. Well, the flight takes off at 5. But I'm going to try to get there about 3, I guess. Uh, I did just find out that the government shutdown is over, so the TSA people will be happier, I hope. And the air traffic controllers will be happier, I hope. And uh, they'll be getting their paychecks and back pay, hopefully, uh, real soon. So good for them and good for me. And, oh, by the way, a couple things, Detroit Airport. Okay, you would have thought that it would have been a complete madhouse the next day, you know, the next morning getting through TSA. So, you know, I had a 10 o'clock flight, but I wanted to get over there about 7 because I figured it's going to take me forever to get through TSA. That was the fastest mob scene TSA check-in I've ever had. And what they did, and it's pretty ingenious, and I'm, I'm really happy they did, is they had uh, dogs work in the, cr- the, the line. So when they have dogs work in the line, they uh, forego the uh, taking off of shoes and uh, jackets if you don't want to and all that. And they just run the dogs and they just run the metal detectors and they don't do the big body scanner thing. So that line flew. I mean, that line was massively long. You know, That would have been an hour and a half, two-hour wait Uh, If they were doing the full, you know, without the dogs thing. So somebody had the presence of mind to bring in some dogs. And so they had the dogs walking up down the line, checking for, you know, explosives, whatever they checked for. But whatever. So they had the dogs working the line, and uh, we just flew through security. It was like the good old days. And so I was was quite happy about that. A couple other takeaways. Uh, Backpacks for carry-on luggage. I am going to get rid of my backpack, or at least uh, never use it for carry-on luggage on aircraft again, because my shoulders are still sore. And this is three days, four days later, three days later, and you know I'm, I'm kind of dreading going to the airport with my backpack, but I'm, I'm going to because you, know, you never know. I might get stuck in Detroit again because it's winter. So I gotta, you know, pack the backpack up with some stuff that I might need if I have to go to the hotel again or rent a car and drive home. So uh, well, I wouldn't do that if the weather's that bad. I'm not driving either. But anyway, uh, I, I'm gonna get one of those. Uh, oh, I don't know. There's small roll around computer bags slash carry on bags. I've seen quite a few of them at the airport as you might imagine having 24 hours to walk around and watch people. And so I'll definitely get one of those uh type of bags rather than uh the backpack for travel. That's uh that's number 1. Two, I I want to make sure that uh I pack more stuff in my carry-on. Now I'm not going to, you know, I still t- want to check bags. I you know I had to this trip cuz I had to bring a big suitcase cause I'm bringing home some equipment that, uh, that I needed, you know, that I need to, uh, bring back to Traverse city from here. So, you know, I packed a, a big suitcase with, you know, just a few days worth of clothes that I could have totally got, got away with a carry on, uh, you know, on this trip, but, uh, for that. So I did bring a big suitcase and I have to check it, which is fine, you know, whatever. But, uh, most of the time, you know, I, I I still like to check a bag. I hate carrying a big, you know, big carry-on, but I am going to bring more with me on the airplane, uh, you know, as carry-on luggage, you know, just in case, you know. You, you want some toiletries and, uh, you know, change of underwear, I mean, for, for crying out loud. But, uh, you know, like I said, so lessons learned there. Uh, second lesson is... Uh, In the wintertime, I think earlier flights are better flights uh, rather than later flights. Because, you know, the contingencies that you have, uh, you know, what you have available, say they cancel a flight that was supposed to go at 6 in the morning, you got all day to uh, get an alternate flight. You know, for whatever reason, unless it's completely socked in weather and then you're kind of screwed all the way around, but but, you know, you have a better chance the longer day, you know, and, and especially at bigger airports, Chicago, Detroit, Atlanta, that kind of, those places are going to be a royal pain in the behind to get a contingency place to stay overnight. And, you know, you know I just had a birthday yesterday, and uh, I'm, I'm getting too old to uh, try to sleep at the airport, okay? It's just not going to happen if I can help it, you know, uh, I think I've earned at least uh, you know the, the opportunity to have a bed every night. <laughs> you know what I mean. So you know I'm not going to do the sleep at the airport routine, uh, if I can help it. And like I said, this hasn't really ever happened to me. You know, I've had some delays and whatnot, but I've never had a full 24 hours at an airport uh, unplanned. So that was rather uh, annoying. That also brings me to lesson number three, uh, plan a little bit further ahead. You know, take the extra day before or after someplace you have to be. You know, I didn't really have to be in Columbus at any particular time. In fact, they had canceled this flight on me one other time. But they had the decency to tell me that before I left Traverse City, so I just rebooked it for a few days later because it really didn't matter when I came down here. I just had to come down here, had you know a little some work to do here and uh, and uh, pick up some stuff, Uh so that you know, like I said, it's all work related. But um, so yeah, uh, you know, when, when I book flights for say a conference or something, especially when the weather might be a little flaky. I'm thinking, you know, okay, yeah, pay for the extra day in the hotel and uh, and come a little early. Uh, you know, that way you're not in a big rush. And if, you know, something happens with the flight, at least you're going to be on time for what you want to be at. So it's just like getting to the airport. That's the other thing. I know this, and, you know, a lot of people do, but a lot of people don't. But uh, going to the airport, okay, yeah, I live in Traverse City, Michigan. Traverse City, Michigan has exactly. Four active gates at the airport. They have uh, the opportunity to have six, but they they have four active gates at the airport that they use, and you know so they have they have three airlines. One each, you know each airline has one gate. One airline has two, and that's really it. And it's a dinky little airport, and you know there's the TSA line's usually pretty easy going. I mean, I I've never seen more than a ten minute wait at TSA. And I live exactly one mile from the air terminal, so I could, you know, technically, I could probably leave my house at half an hour prior to boarding the airplane, even if I have to check bags. And a lot of times when I fly out of Traverse City, I don't check bags. But you know, if I even if I have to check bags, I, I could still probably leave the house half hour before boarding time. And totally make the plane. But, especially with this uh, government shutdown that was going on, I I went an hour and a half early. And my wife thinks I'm nuts, and that's fine. But, uh, you know, I'd much rather sit around the airport for 45 minutes bored than panic all the way through the, the, you know, the check-in process, hoping I'll make the flight. You know, that's... uh, so he goes, and like I said, I've never flown in and out of Columbus here. I've flown in now, and I will be flying out. So I don't know what the check-in process, TSA line, all that stuff is like here. So, you know, I have 5 o'clock takeoff. I'm going to be there at least by 3. i I'd probably be there earlier. Depends on you know how my uh, remaining stuff at the office takes today and uh, all that good stuff, but... Yeah, definitely, uh, flying is an adventure, especially flying in the winter in the Midwest. Uh, next flight I've got is uh, a Southwest flight from uh, Grand Rapids to Orlando for uh, PodFest. By the way, I'll be speaking at PodFest uh, down in Orlando. PodFest Media Expo. Uh, what is that, March uh, 7th through the 9th? Uh in Orlando, so if you're into podcasting and want to go check out uh, a podcast event, that's a pretty good one, and it's in a nice warm spot in March, but anyway, that's going to be my next flight, this one's going to be a direct, so uh, if I don't, uh, you know, if something happens with the flight in uh, Grand Rapids, I just go back out to my car and go home, or actually probably go over to my in-laws, and live just down the road there, a ways, so, you know, it's uh, that's gonna be great. It's a direct flight, you know, nonstop, so there'll be no airport in the middle. When there's a, whenever there's an airport in the middle, you got the chance of getting stuck. And especially, you know, where I live in Traverse City, if I fly out of Traverse City, there's you know, direct flights are Detroit, Chicago, Minneapolis in the winter, and in the summer, it's uh, maybe a couple more Denver, Atlanta, New York. You know, and I'm never going to any of those places directly. I'm usually flying through, you know, most of the time, I fly through Detroit or Chicago, and then on to the next destination. So it's usually just a one stopper, but it's always uh, Detroit or Chicago, and you know that's where you're going to get stuck or you're going to miss your flight because they drop you off at one end of the airport and you give you 20 minutes to get to the other end of the airport. Stuff like that. You know, coming home from Orlando last year from Podfest. We had that problem. We landed late in Chicago, and right, we were on, the, I don't know, what is it, J Terminal or something at O'Hare. I, I don't know O'Hare Airport that well. I do know Detroit very well, by the way, though, uh, from recent experience. But, uh, yeah, you know, so it was J Terminal. I had to go to the L Terminal or whatever. I had no idea where or what that is. That's a very confusing and spread-out airport. But uh, we did make it because the Traverse City flight was also running behind. So that was uh, that was an adventure in uh, speed walking through O'Hare Airport. And you know I don't want to run into that issue. Uh, but yeah, like I said, going going uh, coming home from Orlando, I think we're on a two st- or a one stopper through Chicago Midway to uh, Grand Rapids, which that won't be too, too bad. And on the way home, you know, so what? So on the way home. That's not as, uh, not as dramatic as, uh, going to where you're going. So I'm sorry about the handling noise here. Like I said, I'm on my portable setup and probably don't have everything set just perfectly, but eh, that's all right. It's, uh, it's either, uh, either that or don't podcast and, uh, I'd rather podcast. So. You guys usually put up with me. But anyway, that's uh, that's what's been going on. I uh, had a great birthday yesterday, uh, although I was away from home, so I'll probably have a another little uh, uh, celebration when uh, I get home. Probably tomorrow at brunch, we'll, we'll go someplace cool and uh, I'll eat badly again. But uh, last night I uh, went to one of my favorite chain restaurants, and I, you know, usually I'm usually not a chain restaurant type guy, but... Uh, when I'm in Columbus, it's kind of the king of chain restaurants around here. Uh, pretty much everything around here is some sort of a chain, and it's fine. It's good stuff. But uh went to Joe's Crab Shack. I love seafood, and, uh, you know, uh, Red Lobster isn't exactly my favorite place. Not a terrible place. I'll go there. It's, it's a good food and whatnot, but... uh you know it's nothing special but uh, Joe's Crab Shack we don't have that up there and and uh, I love their uh, crab cakes and I love their uh, fried clams and oh yeah it was uh, it was decadently good and uh, totally off my diet so hopefully I didn't gain too much weight of course with walking you know was it uh, some combined almost 30,000 steps in the Detroit airport over two days, I I, uh, I think I earned a, a, a few extra calories to uh, to burn, but uh, we'll get back on the straight and narrow. The, the goal is 199 pounds and uh, started at 244 and down to 230 last time I checked. So that may have risen or fallen uh, since then, but uh, I'm going to guess it probably rose a little bit, but. It's all right. Uh, progress is made, and uh, I'll be back on the straight and narrow. And yeah, it's it's almost time here. I need to uh, start gathering my stuff and uh, back out of the hotel here. Get to uh, get to the office, do a few things, go eat some lunch, and uh, head to the airport. So uh, I will uh, catch you. Later, and uh, I'll be back in uh, Traverse City, Michigan, where I understand we got a crap ton of snow, according to Kathy. So that's all right. Uh, it was funny. I got a, a phone call while I was at the airport. I got a phone call from uh, my neighbor, who we we share a driveway. Uh, you know, we and normally I'm the one that takes care of most of the driveway snow removal, and then uh, he does a little bit of shoveling around the mailboxes and at the end of the driveway or whatnot. And and then I do the bulk of it with the snowblower. So he, anyway, he calls me up and says, Hey Mike, uh, you mind if I borrow your snowblower? <laughs> like, oh, go for it. Borrow it all you want. That way, uh, he gets to, uh, he, he got to, uh, clear the driveway. I appreciate it very much. Thanks Dan. If you're listening to this but uh, yeah, so that's great. Yeah, he said, "Yeah, borrow it anytime you want to." <laughs> Cause usually, if he needs to use it, it means I'm either not in town or, uh, or uh, he's beating me to it. So, <coughs> <coughs> yeah, one other bad thing about traveling is I got a little tiny bit of the crud, but uh, it's not bad. bad. He like said it's early in the morning, so. Got to get all that stuff moving. Anyway, let me get this uh, uh, put together and uh, and threw up on the – threw up. That's funny. Anyway, get it uh, posted, and uh, I will catch you later.